Dobre večer. Tutaj William. Witajcie na Sotogodniowem, Patsamovaniu, Polski i Irlandski, Widemoschi, Zemna. William and Murphy. Our main story this week is, of course, the outcome of last Sunday's first ballot in the Polish presidential election, and where it leaves the race, ahead of what will be the decisive second round runoff between Andrzej Duda and Rafał Truskowski on Sunday, July 12th. The results of the first ballot were very much in line with an exit poll for private broadcaster TVN, and indeed with opinion polls in the immediate run-up to the vote, albeit the final results do show President Duda won slightly more support than in the exit poll, which gave him 41.8% compared to 30.4% for Druskowski. The final official figures gave him 43.5%, with Truskowski winning 30.46%, the Independent Szymon Hawavnia, 13.87%, Konfederatius Szysztof Bozak, 6.78%, Władysław Kosinia-Kamysz of the Polish People's Party, taking 2.36%, and the left's Robert Biedron, 2.22%. In actual vote terms, Duda won 8,450,513 votes, to Truskowski's 5,917,340. The big question now is what this augurs for the decisive second ballot. In the immediate aftermath of the result, Truskowski said about attempting to rally first-round voters for the eliminated opposition candidates behind him, even going so far in congratulating Shistav Bozak on his vote as saying that he shared many of the same views on economic freedom as Confederatia. Of course, there would be a very large chasm in outlook on social and cultural issues, amongst others, between voters for Truskowski and Bozak. Hwavnia is expected to endorse Truskowski, but will first present him with a list of priorities from his political movement. Confederatia will not be formally endorsing any candidate in the second ballot. The opinion polls show Duda and Truskowski now locked in an extremely tight contest. Duda is regarded as the most marginal of favourites, but with the polls this close, it's really impossible to predict the outcome. One exit poll of first-round voters, given the straight second-round choice, showed Duda leading Truskowski by 0.7%. What we can expect is a no-holds-barred contest for the second ballot. So, what can we read into the first-round results for the individual major contenders and for Polish politics more generally? For Duda, by any realistic measure, it's a very strong vote for an incumbent president seeking re-election. Much of the foreign media coverage focused on his alleged failure to secure outright victory in the first round. That was never realistically going to happen, apart from, perhaps, in the artificial atmosphere at the height of the coronavirus lockdown when his ratings soared as the public face of efforts to contain the virus. His vote percentage is all the more remarkable in light of the exceptionally high turnout of 64.5%, only surpassed by that in the 1995 presidential contest between Lech Wałęsa and Alexander Kwasniewski. For all we know, Sunday week, the turnout, again by a combination of postal and in-person voting, may even exceed that. In the case of Truskowski, a last-minute replacement candidate for the withdrawn Margozata Kadawa-Bwanska, He's proved to be a very effective campaigner who extended his appeal beyond Platforma Obywatelska's voters and undoubtedly now has a realistic chance of winning the presidency. 
He's done so partly by moderating his rhetoric beyond just criticism of the sitting president and government. Such an attempt to create an air of positivity is something he's likely to continue to do for the second ballot. Of those now eliminated from the contest, the big winner in terms of exceeding expectations at the start of the contest is Shimon Hovnia. How he takes that potential political base forward from here is the big question. On Tuesday, he said he was establishing a new social movement called Polska 2050 as a third political voice to do just that. However, for a non-career politician, without an existing support base in Parliament or party infrastructure, it will prove a considerable challenge and something very many other celebrity-type candidates have previously failed to accomplish in Poland. For Confederacja, the result is also a relative success. Szystaf Bozak personally carried himself well in the campaign and grew his support. And, for the right-wing alliance, it shows their vote base is solid and likely to be required for a governing bloc in the not-too-distant future. The showings of both Robert Biedron and Władysław Kaczynia-Kamysz can hardly be described as anything other than disastrous. In the case of Biedron, the explanation is probably a combination of two things. His own failure to mount an inspiring or effective campaign, and having his political clothes and voters stolen by Rafał Trzaskowski. There's little reason though to believe that Biedron's result would be translated into a similar vote collapse for Lewica as a whole in the parliamentary election. In the immediate aftermath of the result, Kaczynjak Kamysz said he wouldn't be resigning as leader of the Polish People's Party, which is of course part of a parliamentary alliance with Kukish Piesnaszcze. While the Polish People's Party has traditionally fared poorly in presidential elections, Kaczynjak Kamysz must have hoped to do much better with himself as the candidate. To a lesser extent than in the case of Biedron, some of his potential support will have been hoovered up by Truskowski. Given that the Polish People's Party and Kukish Piatnaszcze decided to tie up with each other to ensure they passed the threshold for same representation in the last parliamentary election, this result will increase fears for their political future. It may also lead to more introspection within the Polish People's Party about the political direction, more to the left, in which Kaczynia Kamysz has led the traditionally rural-based party. It's also fair to say that despite glitches and frustrations for individual electors, of which there have been many, including amongst the Polish community in Ireland, that in all the circumstances, the smooth holding of the election, with the huge turnout, has been a strong vindication of the democratic process in Poland. The total valid poll was 19.43 million. Even after the first ballot, there was a further surge in overseas voters wishing to register, in order to participate in the second round during the registration window, which was open on Monday. While Andrzej Duda won the most votes overall, that was not the case amongst those Poles who voted in Ireland. Here, Duda came in third place, with 3,079 votes, or 16.1%, behind Rafał Truskowski, who got 9,344 votes, or 48.85%, and Szymon Hwawnia, who won 3,618 votes, are 18.92%. The other results for the major candidates amongst the Polish electorate in Ireland were 1,893 for Szystaf Bozak, 9.9%, 749 for Robert Biedron, 3.92%, and 
and 276 for Wadyshwaf Kashinya Kamish, 1.44%. The total valid poll in Ireland was 19,126. Overall, the first round result amongst the Polish electorate overseas was decisively in favour of Trzaskowski, though with sharp geographical divisions. Emigrant Polish voters in the US and Canada strongly backed Andrzej Duda for second term, while voters in the UK, Germany, Ireland and Europe generally favoured the challenger Trzaskowski. Of the total overseas vote of 311,124, Trzaskowski won 48.13% compared to 20.86% for Duda. In terms of the task ahead for both men, Duda will look to run a stronger campaign than he managed to do for the first ballot, albeit a vote of 43.5% in a race with 11 candidates is a very strong starting point. His supporters will also be encouraged by the fact that the combined vote for Duda and Confederatius Szysztof Bosak was above the 50% mark, as while Confederatia is part of the opposition, there would be a natural ideological affinity on the right between many of the voters for the Pravo Isprevili Vosht back Duda and Confederatia. Duda will, however, need to tread a careful path in his rhetoric and campaign strategy between mobilising his core conservative vote base with appeals on questions such as LGBT rights or ideology and not turning away more liberal and centrist voters. For Truskowski, who to date has been remarkably successful in mobilising the liberal vote behind him, the challenge is similar. To turn out the vote base he already has and mop up first-round voters for Robert Biedron, while appealing to centrist or moderate conservative voters who may have supported Vladislav Kashinya Kamish or especially Shimon Hwabnia last Sunday. As shown by his fifth outreach even to Confederatia, it's a challenge he's well aware of the importance of given his opening position of being 13 percentage points behind Andrzej Duda on the first ballot. An intriguing 10 days ahead. In other news, yesterday, July 1st, was the first day of Poland's year-long presidency of the Visegrad Group, the four-nation regional cooperation bloc established in 1991 comprising the Czech Republic, Hungary and Slovakia, as well as Poland. Poland takes over the chair from the Czech Republic. On Wednesday, officials confirmed that Russia's Gazprom has returned 1.5 billion US dollars to Poland's state-owned gas company it overcharged for supplies, complying with a ruling by an international arbitration panel. President Duda welcomed the announcement, saying it was the result of an effective policy pursued by the Polish side when it comes to the diversification of gas supplies. His chief of staff, Szysztof Sertski, described the payment as a great diplomatic and judicial victory for Poland over a company that has hiked prices in an unauthorised way. Poczta Polska, the country's postal service, has issued a new stamp in honour of Jan Kowalewski, a cryptologist whose work contributed to the Polish victory over the invading Bolsheviks 100 years ago. He is credited with deciphering Soviet military codes during the 1919-1921 Polish-Russian War. Last October, the Senate adopted a resolution declaring 2020 the year of Jan Kowalewski. Finally, Poland's Robert Lewandowski has won the Golden Boot Award as the top scorer in Germany's Bundesliga for the 2019-2020 season, where he plays for Bayern Munich. 
it's his fifth time to win the trophy. He'd earlier been named the Bundesliga Player of the Season, winning 57% of the votes in a poll conducted by the official Bundesliga website. Tercesco na Cencijin, Saprasham na Kaleni, Potsimivania, Sechijin, Otisame Proje. The Branets.